So, our guest this morning, she's the chairperson of Mbegani Investment Holdings Limited and Aspen Pharmacare Limited. Mm. She's worn many hats, like being director of companies like Discovery, Woolworths, Vitz Donaldson Medical Center, to mention a few. She qualified as a medical doctor during the years of apartheid, but was sure at the age of four that she was going to be a doctor. Mm. In a tender love story, she married a high school sweetheart. Some of you may know him. He's a guy trying to eke out a living, Mr. Sizueng Masana. <laughs> eke out a living. <laughs> yeah, what an understatement. He's out there trying to get oh, his hustle on. Yeah. Wow. She's an accomplished businesswoman, mother, wife, student, style icon, doctor, entrepreneur, and educator. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, mm. please make mm. some noise mm. for Dr. Mm. Judy Zamini. What's up, Doc? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks for having me. Good morning and good morning to the listeners. I'm a grandmother too. And oh, that's, yes. Yeah. I was about to say she's got a beautiful <laughs> yeah. daughter. <laughs> and an even more beautiful granddaughter. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hypothetically, if you were to find a child of yours in a hotel room with friends <laughs> partying, Hypothetically, yes. how would you handle that situation? If you are hypothetically a first lady, many would argue you are. Uh, well, you've been kind, but I wouldn't find myself in that situation because yes. I wouldn't follow my kids to where they party. <laughs> mm. I'll embarrass myself. <laughs> so you're not, you're not that mother. No, 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 no. That wouldn't happen. Yeah. Now, yeah. You, you used to listen to me when I was on YFM 20 years ago. Wow. Yes. At what great. stage in your career were you 20 years ago when me and you met over the airwaves? Yes, 20 years ago. I was a GP, um, just about to leave a medical practice yeah. because I left in March 1998. Sure. But by the way, uh, first things first, congratulations on 100 days. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Thank you. you. Do, do we get luminance uh, vouchers? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, we, is, everything is possible. You, yeah. get wow. <laughs> you get 100,000. You get 100,000. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I was, um, my daughter was 10 then. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I was uh, already contemplating leaving the profession, mm. uh, studying already towards my, the next career. Sure. Yeah. So your daughter's 10, uh, you know, we are four years into democracy. What do you remember about that period? Um, it was uh, one of the best periods of my life. Yeah. Uh, I always tell people that I'm quite an impatient person. Sure. But uh, when we actually went to vote, mm. we took our kids and I took the kids with us because it was so important. Sure. And I tell you, I just chilled on those queues. Those que- I didn't mm. mind it. Mm. And I, I actually tell people that if I died on those queues, I would have died happy mm. because it was like I became a human being. Sure. Mm. You sure. know? So, yeah, sure. So, tell us about little Judy. Where was she born and raised? Born in Westville, yeah. dark days of apartheid, mm. raised there. Yeah, and um, we only moved out of Westville around 76. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, that's where I was born and bred. Then we went to Claremont. Sure. Yeah. Now, the story is often told that, you know, from the age of four, you knew you were going to be a doctor. What yeah. happened at age four that said that that's the path? Yeah, you know... Um, I always say it started with my sister, Osis Pumzil, mm. uh, who was a professional nurse at the time, sure. and uh, she used to talk but w- about... But went all our mothers and sisters nurses mm-hmm. back then. Yeah, I nurses, know. Nurses, nurses or teachers. teachers. Yeah. True, yeah. So true, hey? 
Yeah, so I just used to listen to her stories, which were fascinating. Yeah. But uh, I've always liked control. I've always liked to be the decision maker. Sure. I just wanted to be co- in control of my destiny. Sure. And it just came across like the doctor had it going on, you mm. know? So I was mm. like, I like to be this person. <laughs> and then when. <laughs> so when I met, um, my dad was treated by a GP who came to the house. And he just signified the person I wanted to be when ah, I grow up. Yes. And there's almost of his destiny. And, and, and I suspect that's probably why a lot of our parents tried to push us to be lawyers and doctors. Because mm. there's almost a certain dignity implied yeah, yeah. Yes. when you are in that position. I think it's bigger than that. Yes. It's just that when things don't go your way, yeah. there's a fallback position. Sure, mm. sure. Because some parents will say, you want to do fashion design? That's fine. Pack that. Yeah. Mm. Do this, be calm first. Mm. The, you know, there's always that. Parents are always worried about what happens when I'm gone. Sure, mm. sure. And mm. things don't go well. You mm. know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird how the mind of a child operates. Yeah. Like at four, you knew I wanted to be a doctor. Yeah. I mean, at four, I knew I wanted to be a patient. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so by age four, you are hypochondriacal. I want to be injected. <laughs> like, every time when you play house, I'm like, hey, hey, yeah. hey, you're cool. Yeah. I, I was the patient. <laughs> and if anyone guesses, hi, today you're talking about, hey, I'm fun. Yeah. I'm fun cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. And I'm still a patient. <laughs> 25 minutes after 5, Famous Fresh Fridays, we're hanging out with Dr. Judy Lamini and uh, hypochondriacs from easy. <laughs> Nothing has changed since he was four. <laughs> Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM, we're hanging out with Dr. Judy Lamini. Speaking of doctors, here's another, another doctor, Dr. Muruti, intoxicated love. Doctor, what do you think about all these uh, musicians and DJs calling themselves doctor? Does it offend you in any way? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Okay, so you don't mind they can... Not at all. I actually went to school, to primary school with a guy that we used to call Professor. Oh, all right. Yeah, he's a doctor today. How in touch are you with people that you grew up with and how important is that? You know, it's actually interesting. I was listening to you talking about reunions, primary... No, yes. no. Uh, medical school, yes. yes. We did our 30th... Um, Re, uh, reunion. When was this? So, uh, two years ago. So you graduated 32 years ago. 32 years ago. Alright. Yeah. Looking back 32 years and I mean you became a doctor during apartheid. Yes. Did you even think that you'd be the doctor Judy Lamini you are right now? How how high had you set your own goals for yourself? Given what the what I know, I know. What you grew up into yes, in terms of the country. I'll be honest with you. Um, I had no idea. Yes. Uh, I think I have done better than I thought I would. Uh, I think it's mainly because being born at the right time. I would yes. say at the right time because when we got independence, mm. I was just ready yes. to actually take the opportunity. Ready to make a difference. Exactly, yes. exactly. And um, I also owe it to mm. the government of the day mm because their initiatives, the policies that they came up with allowed me to be. Yes. Because it's all well and good to dream. It's sure. all well and good to work hard. But you need those enabling policies mm. which they brought mm. uh, to bear, you know. So, yeah, I'm grateful. There are so many people that have been responsible. Dr. Judy Lamini is in the building. When we come back, we find out about the girl. Was she a sporting girl? <laughs> uh, did she read hard? She married her high school sweetheart. We'll ask her about that, too. <laughs> 
LAS on Metro FM, backed by popular demand. Welcome to Famous Fresh Fridays. We're celebrating 100 days on the radio. We're also celebrating a South African we all ought to celebrate, we all ought to know, and where we can emulate her success, mm. her drive and her ambition. Dr. Judy Glamini is in the building. Tell us about your school years, high school. Mm. Were you that girl that was all about the books? I was. I didn't study hard, yes. but uh, I was kind of, it's just about the books. And um, I wasn't sporty. I'm not athletic at all. And yeah, at uh, the last two years of high school, yes, I was chairman of the debating committee mm. and the entertainment committee. So it wasn't all boring. <laughs> <laughs> How important is involvement in things like that? I'll, I'll tell you why I'm asking, because... Yeah. I know a lot of parents that will say to their kids, I don't want you studying drama mm. because, you know, find a proper career. Yeah. But I found with me in high school, because I did drama, I was mm. able to be more confident, mm. uh, able to express myself. Mm. Because I joined the debating club. Mm. I mean, my public speaking was rubbish mm. until I joined the debating mm. club. So yeah. how important is it to be in debating you know, clubs? Fresh, I'm instance? so happy you raised that yes. because I'm extremely shy. I never had confidence. Mm. And I regretted, look, the schools I went to didn't offer drama. Sure. Mm. And I would have paid anyone to just put me in a drama mm. class mm. just to gain that confidence and yes. you know express yourself mm. i didn't have that opportunity sure but debating helped mm. because it gives you that opportunity to express yourself mm. uh, to debate issues yeah I, I think that helped that helped because uh, I, I don't know if maybe because i grew up in a different era just i don't know if parents encouraging their kids for instance mm. to go to the debating club mm. uh, you know learn to speak in public yeah. because yeah. generally our self-confidence is shot mm. yeah it's actually shocking yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if parents actually encourage their kids. Mm. I think parents are too focused on you must get good grades, sure. which is good, yeah. you know. Uh, but good grades but don't prepare you for life. They yeah. don't prepare you for life. Yes. You know, you need an, a, a complete life, mm. a, a holistic life. Speaking of complete, you yeah. met your husband uh, in, Masana yeah. in high school. Yes, we did. Tell, we us, did. tell us about, do you remember that fateful day where you knew that, hmm, look at this guy. No, it's interesting because you mean before he approached me? Before he approached you. Um, look, he was cute. Yeah. But, <laughs> I was <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't looking for a boyfriend. Yes. I was very brainwashed by my parents. Sure. Mm. The you know? Boys are evil. Boys are evil. You know, even if you just look at him, you can't get kids out of wedlock. It was just that. If he start, touches you, you're going to fall pregnant. And, you know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, obviously, I wasn't looking for a boyfriend. Yes. So, when he approached me, I'm like, hmm, handsome, hmm. Mm. Did some survey, he's intelligent. That's important to me. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Because mm. I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted these intelligent kids. Yes, yes. Because I'm quite academically inclined. Yeah, yeah. you don't want the guy yeah. who's like no, hanging on to your coattails. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it was interesting. Wow. And three months into the relationship, I'm like, hmm, I could have married him if he didn't meet this early. Yes. You know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What do you think it was about uh, Brasizoe that appealed to you the most? And why is it that it has turned into what it has? You know, a yeah. family that, you know, a lot of people look at you and think, 
that is how you find balance. You find mm. someone as driven as you are mm. that is not intimidated by your success. Mm. Because a lot of African men, sadly, would rather you sit in a corner. Yeah, yeah true. That's very true. You know, it's a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, one of them, it's the value system. Yeah. Uh, the way you were raised, both of you. Mm. Uh, you because the value system is everything, hey? Mm. Love, it's very important. But also, you just have to be in sync mm. in what matters to you. Because if you're not in sync, then you just have conflicts. Mm. Something mm. that I feel is okay, your partner will be like, what? Mm. You know, mm. even when it comes to raising kids. Sure. So I guess I have to thank the mother because uh, obviously the dad, he gave him the, a lot of genes that sure. he actually took from the dad. Mm. But the mother was so progressive. Mm. Oh, She was amazing. And mm. I think... Whatever you see has been planted by the mother because sure. of just the person that he is. Yeah. It's 546 wow. Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. We're hanging out with Dr. Judy Glamini. She has a book out. We will tell you about the book after this. Right now, Steve Harvey on the Comedy Minute. Drake on Metro FM. This is Signs. 11 minutes after 6. Famous Fresh Fridays. We're hanging out with a very very inspirational, highly successful, very driven, and if you don't know her, you better Google her type of woman. Ladies and gentlemen, Famous Fresh Fridays with Dr. Judy Tlamini. She's chairperson of Mbegani Investment Holdings Limited and also of Aspen Pharmacare Limited. She is a medical doctor for 32 years now. Yes, Doc, I listen and I've been counting. She uh, married her high school sweetheart, some of you might know him. Uh, he's a less known uh, Mr. Sizwing Asana. <laughs> She's an accomplished businesswoman, mother, wife, student, star icon, doctor, entrepreneur, and educator. Now, we're speaking off air. When you heard uh, the first lady uh, who spoke to us yesterday, uh, tell us about uh, your encounters with her. Uh, I've known Tobega for, I've known Tobega for what, maybe 27 years, thereabouts? Yes. Uh, because when I got married, we lived in Mlazi. I had a practice in Mlazi. Yes. And that's how I met her. And the Tobega you see today is the Tobega I met then. Mm. She was working at the bank, but she was also studying, yeah. uh, you know, after uh, work. And yeah. uh, she hasn't changed. She's so humble. She's mm. so accessible. She's so genuine. So, mm. You know, what you see is that just who she is. Mm. You know, that's refreshing. And you, you, you were telling us a story about when your, your, your son passed away yeah. and how she showed up unannounced. Yes, she showed up unannounced, no entourage, came to the home. We lived in Houghton then yes. and uh, came to the funeral. No, no, it's nothing. Mm. Mm. And you know what? Text me. Yeah. Yeah, she's special. Tell us about Sviso. Oh, now you want me to cry? Uh, we have tissues. <laughs> Import where are the tissues? Oh, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Plenty. Ask Isima. Yeah, he was a beautiful boy. Yeah. And it's because you lost your son's face so that you're so dedicated to education, for instance. Uh, why did he inspire that? We were dedicated to education before. Yes. I was the type of parent that would go and check out the best private schools in mm. the country follow their metric exam results yes who has got the highest exemption rates mm. i remember hilton at the time had for 11 years continuously had 100 percent sure so education you see education liberated sizu and i 
why did you feel you needed to be that thorough in finding a school? Because a lot of the time we just hear of a school and we think that's the one, but we're never really that thorough. I was thorough because education of my kids was everything. Yes. Yeah. And uh, unless you do research, how are you going to know, mm, you know? Mm. So, yeah, it goes back. Uh, but my, my son didn't love education. Eh? She hate, he hated school. So we, we just had to be patient yes. and push. And, oh. Now, you and your, your husband founded the Future Nation Schools through Sfiso Learning Group. Yes. Tell us about that initiative and how it changes lives of many, including yourself. Yes, yeah. um, you know, we did that because one of the things we had an issue with when we're looking for schools for the kids, mm. uh, we were frustrated by what happened to be better schools. Mm. Uh, African kids were minorities. Sure. And I mean, African, African, I'm not mm. saying other races are not African, but I don't qualify the black uh, African. Sure. So we just felt that we can do better. Uh, we felt that if we can have a private education system that keeps up with the 21st century um, mm. innovation, one, if we can produce people with an ethical African leadership attitude, if we can produce people that are more job creators than job seekers mm. through entrepreneurship, which is learned at school, sure. uh, teaching robotics at school, and just having the learner being involved like we actually have project-based learning mm. and uh, actually the learner and the teacher decide on the programs uh, the projects that they are going to do yes and uh, it's that type of uh, education where it's not a teacher standing in front of the class and saying okay class this is learn and regurgitate mm. because if we do that we are not going to have entrepreneurs we're not going to have job creators mm, you know mm. like you guys you sure. know where you actually have your own uh, doing your own thing mm. so yeah it's actually so important to us 16 after 6 famous fresh fridays with dr judy clamini now myself and paul off air um always talk about how because Mpo and her partner me and my partner have had miscarriages you can't help but ask yourself what would have been of that child mm. what do you think Sfiso would be right now where would he be right now? I was very private yes. before Sfiso passed on mm. because I'm shy. How, how old was he when he passed 27, yes. five mm -hmm. years ago. Yeah. And one of the things that has made me say, what do I know? What have I learned through my life? How can I share that with the world? Mm. How can I share that with the other people? Because what it did to me, it made me realize that when you're gone, you're gone. Mm -hmm. Everything you knew, you take with. The mm -hmm. only thing that you take with you is your soul, basically. Sure. So Sfiso was amazing. Mm -hmm. He was he was a fine human being with mm -hmm. integrity. And uh, I, I looked up to him, and sure. I was looking forward to him making such an impact mm. in the world. He was part of uh, Africa Rising sure. uh, that uh, I think was started by Ndaba Mandela mm. because mm. he was so for an African child. Mm. Uh, they were looking at uh, how they can actually assist in decreasing the absenteeism from school. Mm. I mean, at 27, he was looking at those things mm. and I was just saying, He's really going to make an impact in the world. Sure. But he's gone now, so he mm. can't, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. Yes, so amazing. Um, I wanted to ask, um, like looking at you, I've known you for a very long time, and I, I follow your story, I follow your husband's story. And one 
looking at you will be very inspired to get to even half of where you are. But sometimes the reasons might be wrong because they might think where you are, you are always happy. No, nothing hurts you. Nothing scares you. And and I always say to people that um, how what makes me cry is the same thing that would make a multi-billionaire cry. It feels the same. Mm. What makes me laugh is the same thing. Mm. And people sometimes don't understand that. And and what what scares you? Like when when you wake up, because I don't think anyone gets to a point where they, they they're not scared of anything. Mm. W- when you wake up one one of the days, what really maybe? What do you fear the most? What what scares you? The safety of my kids mm. is everything. Mm. You know, the safety of my kids. That's the only reason uh, I, I would never switch off the phone. Mm. What mm. if they need mm. me? Mm. You know, it, it's really about my kids. Mm. So when you lose a child, it's like, what's the point of this? Mm. Yeah. Because we leave for them. They, sure. they, they are everything to you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Is it true that when you lose a child, you go through a period of how could I have prevented that? I think being a doctor Mm. allowed me through the experience that I had Mm. where you did everything to save a patient and Mm. they died anyway. And there are certain patients that it's like, oh my goodness, they just leave. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. What it does to you, it actually says it's in God's hands. Mm. 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 I actually had to remind myself all the time that, you know what? God allowed it. Mm. You know, mm. so, yeah. We're hanging out with Dr. Judy Glamini. This is Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. Good morning. This is episode 100. We'll be here for another 5,000 Yes. I hope the new board, the impending board, are listening. Cardi B with Bodak Yellow. 6.40, Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. Celebrating 100 episodes, we figured for Famous Fresh Fridays today, we want to bring in a woman that I feel is going to make a difference and leave a legacy for a very long time. And that is why we're hanging out with Dr. Judy Glamini. Before we talk about your book, Doc, what kind of parent would you say you are? Books before boys or just be responsible? Both. Yeah. Both. <laughs> <laughs> Books before boys, definitely. And uh, and obviously, my daughter's husband thanks sure. me for that now. Yes. So it works. <laughs> in, in, in fact, what would you say informed the way you raised your kids or the way you parented? Can you say parented? It's, it, yes. yes. You just did, it, it so it's was, fine. Yeah. It, the way I was raised. Yes. And the way Sisu was raised. So, yeah, it's a, a combination of how each one of us was raised. Mm. And uh, we come from a similar value system which helped. Uh, but my parents were stricter. Yes. Uh, maybe because I'm a girl. You mm. know how it goes. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's how I raised my kids. Now, your daughter got married sometime last year, two right? Years, two, two years. Two years yes. now. Yeah, it's two years. Time flies. Are you that parent that will vet the boyfriend, his family, their lobolability, mm. credentials, no. degrees? Mm. No. No. Yeah. I'm looking for a beautiful human being inside mm. who has a good value system. Sure. Mm. Even if he couldn't pay Lobola at the time. Well, my my son-in-law is great. He yes. paid Lobola. He did everything. Mm. But hypothetically, 
if he couldn't pay Lobola, but I could see it's because he's studying, but he's a good human being, it mm. should be fine. Sure. Mm. But uh, I, I was just, we were just lucky that yes. Lufuno is the great person that he is. Now, yesterday, yeah. Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa was in Pretoria, mm-hmm. um, addressing, amongst other things, the Nyaope scourge um, mm. in parts of Pretoria. And uh, he made mention of the fact that we need to... I guess start an equivalent of take a girl child to school mm. uh, because neglect of boys is mm. detrimental oh, pretty yes. much. Mm. Would yes. you agree, disagree? I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. That is why even my book is actually meant for boys and girls. Mm. Uh, I think we need to empower both boys and girls and uh, I think even the way we raise boys and girls, mm. it should be just be the best person that you can be. Mm. Not because you are a boy, you have to support your wife, and you are a girl, you have to wash for your husband. Mm. Just be the best that you can be. Mm. And uh, it's really not about a competition once you have a partner. It's about a partnership. You work as a team. So I think as parents, it's our responsibility that people do the best they can and see other people as people they c- can collaborate with and form teams, formidable teams. Mm. Speaking of it's not a competition, you're married to a highly successful, some would argue a very powerful man, and Tate Sizwe Nasana. Are you saying you guys never compete? No. Some look at the zeros on my... <laughs> 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 no, don't, don't believe what you read. Look eh? at my in contact, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Sizu and I support each other. Yeah. Uh, everything I am, I am because of his support and his love. Mm. And I support him. That's what it's about. Mm. Because sure. uh, when you support each other, one plus one equals four. You know, and mm. it's so important. Yes. It's so important. Yeah. How important do you think or beneficial to a relationship, especially when you are two people who themselves are very um, successful in their own careers? How important is it to have value systems that are literally in sync? I think for me, it's the most important thing. Yeah. It outlives everything else uh, because if the value system is not in sync, I believe each individual is his value. That's the core of who you are. Mm. Mm. In partnership, whether it's business, whether it's marriage, whatever type of partnership, the value system is everything in my view. Because there are so many things that you actually have to agree on, the raising of the kids, where you stay, and what drives that. We might not agree, but as long as you understand what drives it, you're fine. Do you guys have have a prenup? No, we don't. So when I make a rent, 50 cent is his. When he makes a rent, 50 cent, it's cool. It's actually nice. That's why it doesn't matter who's making more money. Because it's, actually, it's, it's, it's everybody. It's the same part. Mm. Yes. The same part actually, you know? do you think as women today, we're sort of losing that touch of your generation, our mother's generation, where it was just a matter of, you know, before it was all about the partnership. Mm. But these days, we sort of almost compete within the marriage. I mean, I'm listening to you now talking about the rent I make is our rent. Mm. Whereas today we go in there on some, yeah, that's your rent is our rent, but my rent is my rent. Hold on, Paul. So is that's it true, tra- though? The, the transfer fee half is not yours. <laughs> Angeti, she just said, Wuti, his rent is our, our rent. rent. <laughs> and my rent is, is my rent. rent. <laughs> no, Paul, I don't think that's fair. Are you, are you misrepresenting girls? No, I think no, but lately we seem to be in a power struggle, mm. especially because, you know, we're trying to be all independent and successful as yeah. a woman. We've yeah. been pushing the girl child. Yeah. And yeah. we've sort of lost or forgotten our feminine um 
nuances almost say to speak yeah you know that would be you can still remedy that mm. yeah you can still remedy that because we're not competing with men we complement each other we're mm. happy with who we are and you shouldn't lose that don't try to be men you can't mm. and uh, but just because you're a woman you're not less you equal but different mm. and ah. celebrate your difference, mm. you know? And uh, yes, work hard for the pot, mm. right? The collective uh, pot. The yeah. collective pot. But I also... Th- 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 that would be an AMC pot in your... Le Creuset, Le Creuset, please. Yes, I love that. <laughs> Thank Le you. I apologize. Yes. I apologize. <laughs> Doc, I think it's also because, l- like you keep saying, because I've heard you say repeatedly how in your relationship it's a partnership. Mm. But in, in the last, I don't know how many, in this generation, let me speak for this generation, it seems like women n- feel the need that I have to have something that is going to take care of me. Yes. Because the whole partnership from both sides I- is no longer there. Like people don't go into marriages and be open, equal partners, mm. which is why I think maybe women feel the need that I need to be in this relationship, but just in case something goes wrong. We get into marriages wrong. for security reasons. Uh, you know what? I like that. Because I agree that it's not just the girls who are saying it, my, your end is our end. But yeah. I, I don't think so. I think when we look at the femicide, when you look at the abuse mm. that women go through, yes. w- women are saying, you know what? I have to take care of me mm. so that if things don't work out, mm. I can actually jump out and, and be, be able to be able to, to fend for myself. Mm. Exactly. So there is also that survivalist uh, way of looking at things. Uh. And it's not a bad thing, guys, because if you can't take care for yourself, who's going to? True. Mm. Yeah, you know? Because sometimes so, reality is reality. Of mm. course it no, is. No matter how romanticized exactly. uh, you know, marriage might a- be. And it also depends. Each relationship is different. Yeah. Mm. If there are warning signs, mm. then you actually then hold back on your pests. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. 647, her name is Dr. Judy Dlamini. When we come back, we play the game. How well does Dr. Judy Dlamini <laughs> know other doctors? Kendrick Lamar on Metro FM. This is Loyalty. Features Rihanna. 655, Famous Fresh Fridays with Dr. Judy Dlamini. She has a brand new book out. Well, it's not a brand new book. It's a readaptation of a paper of yours, right? Equal but different women leaders life stories. Who needs to get equal but different? Uh, We're equal already. Yes. But different. We just need to realize that. Mm. and behave as such. Sure. Starting with the way we raise our kids. Mm. Yeah. Tell us why you wrote the paper in the first place. And when did you write the paper? Um, I actually completed my doctorate in 2013 and yes. graduated in 2014. Mm. And uh, because it was just one of those things that I really didn't feel I needed, but I wanted, mm. and uh, I didn't have the time for it. So I had to find something that I'm passionate about. Yes. I'm passionate about equality. Mm. I believe people are equal across race, across gender, across social orientation and sexual orientation. Mm. People are just equal. Mm. Sure. And it's up to us to celebrate those differences because when we do that, they are happy with who they are and we do better as people and as communities. So I actually looked at the intersection of gender, race, and social class mm. in the career progression of women leaders sure. and strategies for gender transformation at leadership level. So how did you adapt the paper into a book? What changes did you make? 
the changes I made was to make it accessible because mm. I listened okay, to Okay, so you simplified it for people like me, I, basically. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so that it can inspire everyone. Yes. Motivate, mentor. So who should buy this book? And from what age should people be reading this book? I think uh, I've given it to grade sevens. They've yeah. read it. Mm. And uh, up to any age, mm. and both girls and boys. Sure. Mm. Yeah. We're hanging out with Dr. Judy Glamini. We're going to play a game. It's called How Well Do You Know Your Doctors? Doc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> are, you, are you ready to play? I am. Here is our first doctor, Doc. Who is this? Yes, Doc? Former AU chairman. Yes. Kosazana Lamini Zuma. That is correct. Mm. <laughs> One point for the good doctor. Yay. Which doctor is this, Doc? I was at school with this guy. Are you serious? He was my senior, though he looks younger. He changed the HIV AIDS dynamic. Sure. I respect him. I was pen friends with his younger sister. Are you kidding me? When we were in high school, we were in grade 11. Yes. Wow, that's interesting. It's a small world, hey? It is, it is. Uh, Kids, pen friends, before Mm. email. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Before Instagram. But but, uh, fresh, you were sophisticated. Pen friends, hey? Mm. (laughs) Listen, that was the only way to to get a girl to talk to me. (laughs) So, uh, Doc, here's our third doctor. Who is this doctor? I, 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 I'm thinking of that beautiful song Dr. Malinga has with um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Idol's winner? Uh, Musa. 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 Oh, I love that song. <laughs> what is it called, by the way? Love Let, it. Let's ask the Idol's judge. Talk to us, judge. Uh, he was idol's. <laughs> Dr. Malinga was never on Idol's. <laughs> no, Musa, I think, was before your time. Yes. Yes, I Musa, yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that song. I'm just forgetting it now. Ages. Showing it is there any now. song, Doc, that plays and you forget and you just get down? So many of them, yes. hey? Um, I love a lot of uh, Luther Vendross's songs. Power of Love reminds mm. me what Sizwe uh, and Ganyezi danced to when she got married. Wow. Mm. Power mm. of Love. So yes. it will just remain are that any, important. Are, but are there any songs that make you throw away your name? Like you dance like, mm-hmm. you're, like you're 18... <laughs> Now that you're putting me on the spot, it, I'm struggling, hey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, Brenda Farsi? Yes. Mm. She, does the same to, she does the same to Somizi. When Brenda plays, Somizi loses it. Okay, so doctor, you know three doctors so far. Yeah. Who's this doctor? Precious Moloi. Mm. Yes, that is Dr. Precious Moloi Matsipe. We had on the show the other day. Oh, is is it? Finally, Doc. Into fashion now. Who is this doctor? The soccer doctor, Doctor Kumalo. That is, wow! <laughs> yo, 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 I'm so impressed. I was about to say that's not Doctor Ramatisele. <laughs> <laughs>
Sheesh. Five out of five. Yo, that is good. You can keep a doctorate, Doc. Ladies Thank and gentlemen, you. we're hanging out with our famous Fresh Fridays guest, Dr. Judy Tlamini. Ladies and gentlemen, making her Radio Link debut, Dr. Judy Tlamini. Take it away, doctor. Um, this is Brenda Fussy, one of our music legends, Weekend Special. <laughs> out of added, and uh, you're listening to the Dr. Nsuembu radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Friday, guys. Good morning. <laughs> Brenda Fassi on Metro FM. This is Weekend Special. Uh, the one song that our famous Fresh Fridays guest, Dr. Judy Lamini, says, <laughs> when it plays, she's like, uh, hubby, hold my plate. Vulisekel. <laughs> 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 yes, exactly. Like, uh, 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 hubby, please don't judge me. <laughs> I don't usually dance like this. <laughs> 11 after 7, we are about to play Are You Smarter Than a Primary School Child? <laughs> With a woman who says she worked very hard in school. She's now a doctor. Yes. She's been a doctor for <laughs> 32 <laughs> years. Mm-hmm. But is she smarter than a primary school child? <laughs> That's the big question of the day, ain't it? No one is. I'm in trouble. Now, Doc, I've, I've had the same doctor probably since I was eight years old. Wow. And he's an old school doctor. So yeah. you have, when you go see him, you get a file. Oh, And, okay. you know, so I went to see him, it was probably five years ago, uh -huh. and they give you your file. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's got all my records from, from then. Um, from about 1978, wow. 79. Yeah. Did you read where it says Wesleyan? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they scratched it out. <laughs> Remember when you're in primary school and you make a mistake and then you rub out with the saliva? Yes. <laughs> and then it tears the page out. <laughs> I mean, at the bottom of my file, there's a part that goes... <laughs> <laughs> Doc, in the 80s, based on my file that I was looking at and also my siblings... Mm. Doctors were prescribing a lot of antibiotics. Mm. What was going on then? You know, it was... It was almost like pen penicillin was fixing everything. Mm. Yeah, and also just not people getting antibiotics for flu. Mm. Yes. Which is not treating uh, anything really because it's a viral infection. Sure. But uh, the other thing that as doctors, you get pressured to prescribe more. Mm, because mm. people want to, the more medicine you bring from the doctor, mm. and uh, even during my days, you would actually say, no, the child doesn't need an injection. Mm. They'll be like, they'll bring the child back. And it doesn't matter whether it's a, an educated parent or not. Yes. They'll bring it and say, doctor, I'm going to job. So there's that uh, element where you actually get pressured by the public. Mm. Uh, like the more medicines I have, the more exactly yes. Th that doctor is good the yeah yes yeah. you know look mm -hmm. at this bag of drugs <laughs> <laughs> this is pain now you were at aspen pharmaceuticals for yes. 10 years yes. uh, up until two years ago yes tell us about your time at aspen and what you brought to aspen and what you learned from aspen you know uh i learned so much mm. Just looking at Steven Saad, Gus Attridge, that team mm. working together, sure. they complement each other so well. They are so driven. They work mm. so hard. You know, when you look at, you are talking about zeros, you look at these people, they have actually self-made, mm. but they work like they're chasing the first rent because wow. they are driven mm. by passion. Mm. Sure. And I learned fr from that. But also looking at the team around the table, mm. uh, the support that I got from them. Because when I became chairman in 2007, mm. 
Uh, I actually, it was the first listed uh, company that I chaired. I chaired other boards before. Mm. So there was that uh, anticipation, anxiety, and the support I got. I'm so grateful for that. Yes. What I brought to that board is the feminine touch because I don't try to be a man. Mm. Uh, what I mm. brought is transformation because I completely believe in it, not only when I'm in studio, mm. but even in that boardroom. Sure. Uh, what I brought is the honoring of men that empower women. Mm. Uh, I brought an award that actually recognized that because I truly believe that men, yes, are in leadership. Mm. So if we are going to change the status quo, we need them on our side to mm. help us change it. Mm. We can't do it on our own. What do you say to women that more often than not are the ones holding back other women? <laughs> You know, that is exaggerated, Fresh. Is I really want to mm. say that mm. it is so exaggerated. Women support each other, as you'll see when you read the book. Mm. Uh, some will pull other women back, but so do men. Mm. Sure. Mm. So it's not a, something that's peculiar to women. Mm. I think it's, a hu women, it's human nature. It's human nature. Mm. But more importantly, I think we don't value women enough. And we criticize, we find it easier to criticize them. Mm. and put them on the spotlight for things that are done regardless of gender. Mm. Yeah. We're hanging out with Dr. Judy Lamini. Let's find out if she's smarter than a primary school <laughs> child. <laughs> Good morning, Shalom. Hello. How are you, Shalom? I'm good, and you? We're good. How old are you? I'm 12. I know that the only doctor you know is Dr. McStuffins, so we brought a real doctor. What is your first question for Dr. Zamini? Who was the father of the two sons of Zebedee? Oh my. Hi, Shalom. Hi. I have no clue, hey? Please help me. What's, what's the answer, Shalom? Zebedee. Oh, okay. Now I know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what's your next question, my boy? How many times in a 24-hour day do the minute and hour end of a clock form a straight line? <gasps> form a form straight line. a straight line. So how many times in one day? Mm. In one day. Mm. 12 yes. times. 12 times. Two. <laughs> 24. Ah. Oh, wow. Yo, Shalom. You have time I'm on your learning hands. so much, hey? <laughs> <laughs> What's your final question, Shalom? What is the name of the ocean south of Africa? South of Africa. South of Africa, Indian Ocean on the east, Atlantic Ocean on the west. Huh. I don't know. Maybe Atlantic Ocean? Atlantic Ocean. Yeah! Our doctor got one. Shalom, you got two. So well done. You win, my boy. Wow. Who do you want to say hi to? I want to say hi to my friends, Tepang, and my parents, and my brother. Great stuff. Thank you thanks, so much for thanks, playing with Shalom. us, my boy. Have yourself a good weekend, okay? Okay. <laughs> thanks for playing, Doc. No, thank you. Back to regular <laughs> questions after this. Okay. Dr. Judith Lamini is in the building, like, like we said. And Dr. Um, Sir Richard Branson once said, one thing that money helps with or affords you is the ability to have lunch anywhere in the world pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs> nice mm. if you could fly anywhere for lunch where would you go i would go to um miami yeah some restaurant called capaccio sure. yes that's what i would do <laughs> do you have 
that thing that you can't spend help but spend money on? I love clothes, eh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> does, hubby, yeah. does hubby ever say, stop? It's the opposite. Oh, hey. it's the other way around. <laughs> oh, so he was like, wow. Baby, why don't you get a store? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Since we love spoiling me by this, by that, and wow. I'm like, no. <laughs> what does he do that still makes you blush? Like, you know, get butterflies in your tummy. Make me tea. Oh. Oh. Yes. Hey guys, really? guys, no. we hope you're listening. Real no, but he, he made me tea before I came here. No, no. I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, Mizi knows his wake up. Your Uber is here. <laughs> After today, my standards have gone have gone up again, higher and higher. They were high, yes. But I, Mamzo, you need to you need to realize that she was here before five o'clock. Yes, and yes. he's already made her tea yes. before five o'clock True. in the morning. Yes, True. relationship. Mine just sent a text to. Re- I hope we're grand. Oh wow! <laughs> like, sure. You can't ask that every day. No. I hope we're grand. Anyway, guys, let's give her some money. This is Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. DJ Kent in the mix. Find him on Twitter at DJ Kent SA. Wrapping up with our guest, Famous Fresh Fridays with Dr. Judy Glamini. Doctor, you, you've done what is called the smashing of uh, the so-called glass ceiling over and over again. You don't appear, though, to have adapted to the aggression that is perceived to be what a person needs to be, especially as a woman, yeah. where you need to kind of being pressured to conform to a corporate culture of being aggressive all the time to get to the top. I want to know what you'd like to say to a young woman who is in the corporate space, who feels this pressure to conform to this aggressive culture that is seemed to be expected for you to get ahead. You know, you just have to be true to yourself if nothing else. And when you're true to yourself, you remain who you are, but you get what you need to get done your way, Mm. right? Uh, You have to be firm. Uh, I think one of the things that uh, is important is to empower your mind, invest in yourself, Mm. because when you do that, you know your story, and you don't have to be tried to be anybody else because you know your story and your story will actually put you in the right place where you belong. Mm. So it's hard work, it's focus, and just stay true to yourself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Lerato on Twitter says, please ask the doctor to advise me. I'm a young man. I've just met a very successful driven woman. This is new territory for me. Uh. Help. Wow. Um, You know, the thing that people don't realize is that the more you support your successful woman, the more your relationship gets stronger. Mm. And when you support her, she supports you back Mm. and she brings the best out of you because you make her happy. Mm. So if you fight her because of her success, Mm. uh, you actually bring that strain between the two of you mm. and she can't support you. Mm. So, and you can't be the best that you could be. Sure. Just support her. Mm. Yeah. Do you have a bucket list and what's it looking like? What are you ticking off? What still remains on the bucket list? I actually don't have a bucket list. I just have dreams that uh, I have. They come across, they go, they come back. Some I achieve, some mm. I don't. What is still I want unfulfil- to teach. Yeah. I want to teach. Wow. wow. I want to teach. At what level? <laughs> Uh, at business school. All right. Nice. Mm. So what are we waiting for, Doc? I mean, 
Uh, I'm talking to the business school as we speak. Yes. yes. So, yeah. All right. We're, we're looking forward Fresh to that. breakfast yeah. exclusive. Are you a car person at all? My husband is a car person, hey? Yes. Um, yeah, I, I used to have five dream cars mm-hmm. when we were growing up, the mm. two of us. Yes. A 928 uh, Porsche oh, White. Nice. Yes. Um, F333, uh, yeah. 433, I can't remember. The Ferrari yes. Red, mm-hmm. uh, SL500 mm. White, Open Coupe. Yes. Um, what was the other one? How old were you uh, when you were having those car dreams? Those car dreams were at Varsity. <coughs> yes. um, so it was in the 80s. Oh, all right. And yeah. have you driven any of those I was going to say, now that you have all five. <laughs> 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 what is next? Uh, just being happy. Yes. Just being happy. Does having money not assuming that you have money does money bring happiness or is the happiness that money supposedly brings overrated or overstated you know i think happiness is a choice you make every day you wake up in Mm. the morning Mm. if you are going to focus on the naysayers tough because Mm. then that's what is going to rule your mind if you're going to focus on the positives within yourself Mm. uh, then you're happy and uh, if money buys you beautiful experiences so be it great Mm. Mm. yeah It's, it's here in the mind Amen. Amen indeed. How's Luminance doing? Luminance is trying. Luminance is trying. Yesterday we had a book launch yes. uh, by Silver Walker, Smart mm. Woman. Yes. So Luminance is for actually living a beautiful life, body, mind and soul. Mm. So we have what you call Intelligent Fashion Series Yes. where we actually have book launches and mm. uh, I, I just didn't approach you before so easy. I was like, oh my goodness. It's never too three. late. It's never too late. Yeah. It's never. <laughs> so know? It, it's empowering, yes. you know. Yeah. I, I, was, I was saying earlier on that there's a room with about 15 people and you know? only, only two of you are published. <laughs> oh, <laughs> course, yeah. we are such failures. I feel like we're failures. Uh, no. <laughs> We are all on the way. (laughs) (laughs) You're also the only person licensed to have Jimmy Choo outlets in the country. Yes. Um, Yes. So it's fun. Yes, Mm. it's fun. We're having fun. Tell us about that fashion journey because you know Mm. the fashion journey. I've never seen you in jeans and t-shirt ever, 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 ever. You're you're always looking like you're on a catwalk. Impeccable. You you see me. I I I plan my visits to where you are. Because <laughs> I wear jeans when my weight is okay and sure. I wear tights when my weight is like whatever. Sure. With my t shirt. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's been an interesting journey mm. and uh, I've tried to bring the whole of me sure. which is not just body and uh, clothes, mm. which is mind and soul, nourishing your soul. So yeah, that's what I'm trying to infuse to the brand. Are you content right now? I am with your happy. Life? I am happy so. and grateful. Yes. Mm. Mm. Every day is a gift. Absolutely. Mm. And she exudes it. Mm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Judy Clamini, thank you so much for thank you. An, an, an inspiring three hours. Mm. And uh, please go get the book, people. Buy the yes. book. Thank you, Fresh. It's, it also, an, it's, it's also an audio book, right? Yes, there's an audio, there's an e-book, there's a hardcover. Read by you. Read by... <laughs> Because I, 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 I don't get audiobooks unless they're read by the author. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. If you want it to be read by me, it's read by me. Right. <laughs> Thank Done. you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Judy Clamini. Thank you.